Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome in to Balloon Party. My name's Tim McKernan. That's Action Jackson. Yo. I'm going to try this Jim Rome pause thing and see how that works today, this week. I really like it. Yeah, so far I feel like we're on a heater. Welcome in. It's 101 ESPN, Balloon Party. And uh, people are buzzing because of my talent. Uh, you can send in your text of support, 65780, Air Comfort Service text line, and uh, mic drops via the 101 ESPN app. Leave yours for us here for our one-hour award-winning show named Best Radio Show by Inside STL. That's right. I should probably disclose I founded in 2005 and own and operate. But still, it's a win. Jackson, uh, what is the biggest story of the weekend in St. Louis sports? Uh, Give me your top four, your Mount Rushmore. Okay, Mount Rushmore of stories. Mount Rushmore of stories in St. Louis sports. Albert's two home run effort in Saturday's game. All right, and you're going to rank that number one. Are you doing these in order? Uh, No particular order. Okay. Well, you said Mount Rushmore. That's fine. No no order in that. Uh, Two is Yachty's absence. English language really took me for a run there. Yeah. Yachty's absence is uh, is the second head on the Mount Rushmore. Third, Nolan Gorman, really. I think he's been performing so well recently. Uh, I think that's a, a, a story. And then uh, fourth is the Diamondbacks uniforms. Wow, what a Mount Rushmore. I think, this is what I think happens when somebody's asked for a Mount Rushmore and they didn't know they were going to be asked for a Mount Rushmore. That's, that's what just happened here on this show. Could have been worse. Yeah, yeah my, I guess it could have been worse. I could have. There could have been like three of the four could have been something from the association. It's a, it's a downtime, and so I guess LeBron and Pablo Boncaro played against each other yesterday. <laughs> so there it is. That's what should have been fourth. Uh, the Cardinals winning seven in a row did not make the cut. The Diamondbacks uniforms edged that out. Uh, the Cardinals now having a five-game lead in the Central did not make the cut again. Uh, Nolan Gorman's weekend, in which he did not play in front of his friends and family from the Phoenix area on Friday and pinch hit while getting booed <laughs> I like on that. Saturday. I that was good. Has it ever happened in the history of the game? And I almost came out of my self-imposed Twitter retirement to actually tweet about sports, which is, for the record, a zero upside game. Yeah. Assuming you're not using your burner. Of course, I have 30 burners. But uh, assuming you're using your re- real account... And I was rhetorically asking, and I guess it happened around 10 o'clock at night on Saturday, if memory serves. Yeah, it was late. So that's a high-risk time for a zero-upside play. Yeah. But has it ever happened when someone is 4-for-4 four four with two home runs and they're pinch-hit for in a key spot in a game? I, on, and, I, and I don't know, but 
and then Gorman got a hit, and it could have been, well, what do you have to say now? And I'm just like, why would I do it? Why would I do it? So I I, I just remained with my LSU mom gif, and that's (laughs) essentially all that you will see from my account. But uh, that that was a standout moment. Yeah, I think if I'm going Mount Rushmore, certainly the pool's two home runs, uh, the Cardinals winning seven in a row, sweeping the Diamondbacks. I wouldn't necessarily call that surprising, but it's still a sweep is – yeah, yeah, that's significant. Winning two or three wouldn't be surprising. A sweep, uh, not necessarily surprising, but they continue to play just ridiculous baseball. And um, and I think the Molina thing is a story, and I think we got to talk about it. I, I don't know how you can't not talk about it. I, I don't know. So we are going to talk about it. But uh, and, and I think a, a column that Ben Fredrickson just posted here within the last 90 minutes or so, on stltoday.com, which I will read some from. And I was texting with Ben to get some confirmations on some of the things that he wrote because I did not want to misstate it, uh, is important to the story. And then, yeah, uh, fourth, obviously, Diamondbacks uniforms. So, you know, that's kind of, I think that kind of, that maybe that's the number, that's the George Washington. I, I got takes on it, but we'll start. We'll no, start I mean, if you, if, you, if you want to espouse your Diamondbacks uniform takes... Uh, as long as you're ready to pack a lunch when Missouri comes out and like <laughs> red and anthracite against Louisiana Tech. Well, I think the Diamondbacks' regular uniforms are so bad. So when they brought out the serpentines, which I kind of liked that the snake made the S and the color was interesting. You know, I liked them trying because the regular ones they wear with the diamond. All right, I got to cut you off. I think your mic's out. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, you you played along. Uh, by you know, altering Boy, my that's spontaneity. Fun. That's sketches and bits right there. We just did sketches and bits. My spontaneity. We brought something from the HD2 yeah, to the, the real stations. The reason we're number one. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's a matter of opinion. But <laughs> nonetheless, Inside STL is voted as, as such. So the Cardinals winning uh, continues. And at this point, when they were losing yesterday, I'm like, oh, they're going to win. That, And I'm curious, when, when you're watching as a fan... If you're in that mindset, because what it does is it takes you back to other great Cardinal teams. When you see that they're losing, you go, oh, they're going to win. Again, if it's four to three or five to four or something like that, you're going to expect that they're going to win. And that is where it is. Now, they are playing outstanding baseball. I, I don't really even know what you could really focus on to be to be negative about as far as on the field goes with the Cardinals right now. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is, if I were to, if I can, and I hesitate to do this, to replace the Diamondbacks uniforms oh, on the Mount Rushmore. But Paul Goldschmidt is in the mix for the Triple Crown. Yeah, I mean, this tough. isn't just MVP. He's minus two fifty to win the MVP. But, but here's where things are. He's leading the league in average by a fairly comfortable margin, sixteen points over Freddie Freeman, three forty three to three twenty four for Freeman. Kyle Schwarber leads the National League in home runs, but it's only a, a three over Goldschmidt. Now, the issue is that is a five-horse race. Jackson, can you name the top five home run hitters in the National League as of this moment? Okay, Kyle Schwarber. That is correct. Paul Goldschmidt. That is correct. Pete Alonso. That is correct. Machado. No, I'm sorry. Is Arenado up there? Can't be. No, I'm sorry. Uh, so we've clearly reached the point of just guessing now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we reached that point a while ago. No, I knew. Matty Machado's not in the top 10. Uh, Soto? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, also not in the top 10. Fine, I'll just do it. Okay. 
Hey, I gave it my best effort. You're in, you're in white flag mode today, oh, yeah. I can tell. I gave up. I gave up when the sound came on. <laughs> uh, Kyle Schwarber won at 34. Goldschmidt and Austin Riley both have 31. Pete Alonso at 30. And, I mean, I'm telling you, unless you follow this closely, and I, as, as you know, because you're going up against my fantasy club, which I am on a mission after that <laughs> debacle earlier in the year, uh, to 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 what I can eleven O you, yeah. uh, and I play daily fantasy and fantasy, and I had no idea that Christian Walker had twenty nine home runs. Oh, geez, is he really? Yeah, you could have given me a hundred guesses. I when I got that. But anyway, point being, that's where Goldschmidt is on home runs. Three back of Schwarber, who's just coming back off of injury. So there is that, and then also uh, RBIs. And he is right there with Pete Alonso. He is two back of Pete Alonso for RBIs. Uh, Lindor is next after Goldschmidt, and he is 16 back of Goldschmidt. Oh, my God. Gives you an idea of where things are in the RBI race. That's legit. Now, is it it likely it happens? The one that's going to be tough is the home run number. Yeah, right. But that shows you the kind of year this guy is having. Yeah. In addition to the team doing what it's doing, and oh yeah, there is an all-time St. Louis legend now eight home runs away from 700. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just asking, just truly out of curiosity and as a way, as a point of data, and it, it's probably tough to answer just because you have to take yourself back to it, but when is the last time you individually as a fan, and just text in, uh, were this excited about Cardinal baseball. I would imagine the morning after the evening of beating the Braves in Game 5 of the NLDS, but I have to say, even then, I didn't think that that was a great team. Right, right. I think this team is a better team, and the main reason is offense. Um, but this team has depth now in the rotation, this team also has two guys who are going to finish in the top 10 in the MVP, maybe two in the top five. Uh, Tommy Edmonds' name actually gets mentioned by ESPN as far as uh, MVP, not to win it, but as a guy who's going to be in the top 15. And you also have what you have going on with Albert Pujols, and you may have a triple crown race going on. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be... When was the last time... Any... Ducky Medwick. Wow. Ducky Medwick. When a guy named overall Ted Ball game, yeah, uh, was it got people buzzing. When a guy named Ducky is the last guy to win the George triple crown, Carl Stromsky, yeah. people, but but uh, but yeah, Ducky Medwick, yeah, oh Ducky. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone named Ducky's got it, you know it's been a while. So that uh, that's real, and this thing is an absolute heater. Now, I think for the purpose of just being, you know, what do you call this program? Honesty and media. media. Thank correct. you. Yeah. I think it's important to also include that the teams they've been beating have not been great teams. Right. They got the Yankees. The Yankees have been spiraling. Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner booed yesterday at the Paul O'Neill number retirement ceremony. Were you surprised Paul O'Neill's number was retired in general? Yeah. Were you? A little bit. Okay. I mean, he's a little bit before my time, so I'm kind of back at the baseball card statting it, but... A little bit when you talk about the Yankees pantheon right. of stars. Like when I make a case for Willie McGee's number being retired, uh-huh. what I was told by the Cardinals as well, minus Ken Boyer, everybody whose number's retired is an actual baseball Hall of Famer. Right. And some fans will say, yeah, we're not the Rays. We don't just retire numbers. Right. But for but the, the Yankees, Yankees have retired Paul O'Neill and Don Mattingly's number. Right. I mean, not... the Yankees, the only single digit left is you could take a zero. 
all the other ones are taken by retired numbers. Yeah, so the uh, so they got booed, and a lot of that has to do with the Jordan Montgomery trade. But the Cardinals are on an absolute heater again. Just for the point, it's it's important to point out that you know it, it hasn't been against the greatest teams, but they're on a heater. And I want to make it clear that's what I'm focused on. Just for the purpose of context, you're not most likely not going to see the Rockies or Diamondbacks in October, unless they do a you know, company softball team outing. Right. But uh, the the Cardinals will get a chance to see the Braves coming up this weekend after five against the Chicago Cubs. But my question is your enthusiasm toward the Cardinals, when is the last time you can think of it being as high as it is right now? And maybe, you, maybe you're not as high. But when you have a triple crown going on, which I don't th- feel like is necessarily talked about all that much considering where it is in the season and where Paul Goldschmidt is, in these statistical rankings, Albert Pujols now within eight of 700 and four of Alex Rodriguez and a team that has just been on an absolute heater since the All-Star break and more specifically since the trade deadline. I mean, this is something else. And it is different for me. I, I, if I'm trying to think like in, an, in a moment, it would have been after they beat the Braves in 2019. But as a whole... I think it would be 2013 for me. Mm. I didn't feel like 2015's team was a world championship team. And I was kind of confused by it because that division, you had the Cubs and Pirates both win in high 90s games. Um, and the Cardinals won 100. And usually if you're a 100-win team, you're thinking world championship. I just didn't feel it with that one. And maybe I, I realized the results bear it out, but maybe I was off on it. I don't know. I just didn't feel like that felt like a 2005 or 2004, 1985 Cardinal team. Um the 2013 team was in a different class, and I know the Cardinals viewed it as such. Um, and that team was two wins away, and maybe I think would would look back on that and go, "Yeah, we should have gotten that World Series." Yeah, uh, and yeah, I was very high on the 13 team. 14, they beat the, the Dodgers. Dodgers Matt they, Adams, Kershaw. That was the last time I've been as high on them as I am right now. Yeah. 2019, even, and I wasn't on the radio at the time. I was in college, so there's no way to go back. But like just looking ahead to the Nationals and what the pitching staff looked like, knowing the offensive problems the Cardinals had in 2019, I was a little. I was still high on them. I mean, how can you not be? They just won the NLDS and are going to go play for a chance to win the World or play in the World Series. But this team, I haven't been as high on the Cardinal team since the 2014 NLDS when they beat no. the Dodgers. Uh, certainly, the the 17 game winning streak. I just never felt like that was a championship team, and that's the same thing. Like you win the NLDS against the Braves. I just never felt like it was a championship team. But at the same time, I got to tell you, in 2006, I didn't feel like that was a championship team until they actually won the championship. I went into the Mets series. I was in New York for that thing. I'm going, oh, well, you know, hopefully they can get one. I just don't (laughs) see it really working out. Uh, So uh, we've talked about that. Uh, Plenty of things are coming in uh, regarding 2013. Seems like 2013 is the one that, uh, that has a lot of people. Uh, talking about it. Uh, on the other side of the commercial break, we will get into the Molina thing and the Ben Fredrickson column, which has some new information and honestly, some surprising information. Uh, and I will uh, read from that and give you my opinion coming up next. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Action Jackson. And you can communicate with the show by texting in the Air Comfort Service, text line 65780, or using the 101 ESPN app and leaving a mic drop. Uh, Jackson, do we have any mic drops? 
Uh, indeed we do, Tim. We have one from uh, our friend Steve. Big weekend. Winning streak still going. Seven in a row. What a team effort. Stop it! Two members of the team aren't even there! Where the hell are you, Yachty? Puerto Rico? Really? And Helsley, unless you have to deliver the baby, I don't want any of this paternity leave crap. You guys are off from November to February. Get everything done you need to get done in those four months. And all you care about for the next eight months is the team. Tired of it. Steve not happy with uh, the absence of two the absences. Now, the paternity leave is something that's been going on in baseball for a while. The Iona team in Puerto Rico league uh, is new. That's a new one. And I want, I want to delve into this. Oh, let's delve then. I really do want to delve into it because uh, I, I, I've made the observation and with doing TMA and with doing Balloon Party and doing my podcast, I'm now at a point where I don't know where I say the things I say. There is a chance I have said this on Balloon Party. Yeah. My observation on when it comes to discussions of topics in St. Louis sports is the following. If it's safe... People will be critical, but if it's not safe, people tend to kind of keep it to themselves and go, isn't it a little weird that Yadier Molina was in Puerto Rico for a month rehabbing? And isn't it a little weird that he went to his Puerto Rican basketball team he owns for a couple games while the Cardinals were playing and he was supposed to start on Sunday? And if this were Corey Dickerson, for example, all hell would be breaking loose. At the same time, the Cardinals would go, okay, fine, we're going to DFA you. Right, exactly. So it wouldn't have happened. So I've made the observation before that it, when the Cardinals are a dumpster fire, then everybody's like, okay, it's safe. I'll pile on, and I will be critical, and this is fans and media. Blues are playing poorly. I'll pile on. Missouri, for example, is safe to be critical of because Missouri, you have a, f- a variety of factors. First off, 125 miles down the road. Secondly, not everybody's a college fan in St. Louis. Third, not everybody's a Missouri fan if they are a college fan. And fourth, usually over the last five to six years, Missouri has been both in basketball and football bad or really bad, as the case might be. So it is safe. But being critical of Yachty or Molina would not fall under the category of being safe. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you. I couldn't be more confused by it. And I find it to be rather strange. Um, now. I don't operate in the results-oriented world. That well, they won the game, so it wound up being, it wound up being fine. Right. In the whole scheme of things, in the whole scheme of things, is it a big deal? No, I don't think it is. In the whole scheme of things, will it impact his legacy? No, I don't think it will. I think it'll be forgotten within hell. It might be forgotten within a couple of weeks. But as far as the actual way that it played out, the only thing I could think when I saw the report of it a couple of days ago was that Molina said, okay, I'll come back for another year, but I'm pretty much done. I'm going to need some time away. And if that's cool, then great. If it's not, then maybe I'm not going to play. That was That's, what I, that's the premise I was operating on. And then Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch wrote this column and posted it on stltoday.com this morning. Shocked, surprised, stunned. These are the words used by some within the Cardinal organization to describe Yadier Molina's two-game absence from his baseball team to attend the championship festivities of the basketball team he owns back home in Puerto Rico. 
So just to make sure, just to make sure that this was actually coming from people inside the organization and not like me misinterpreting what, what Ben wrote and, you know, reading from the comments under articles or social media, I texted Ben about 45 minutes ago, an hour ago, just to make sure. And he said, no, 100% that's from people inside the organization. So inside the organization, they were, quote, shocked, surprised, stunned. Those were the words used. So then, therefore, my out that I had created of, well, maybe going into the year, Yachty and the Cardinals agreed that he would just take some time here and there Mm -hmm. is now not possible. Because the Cardinals themselves were shocked, but considering there is a month and change left of the regular season and many of the games left in the regular season, I mean, an alarming but yet wonderful number of those games remaining in the regular season are against the Pirates, Reds, and Cubs. I mean, more than half are against the Pirates, Reds, and Cubs. It's absolutely phenomenal how many games they played they have the final six games of the season against the pirates it's unbelievable what a great thing yeah it's awesome. there's a five game series against the reds thrown in there. there's a four game series against natitude in there and there's a, the five games in four days against the cubs that they start this week so and then they were playing the diamondbacks and they're also in the abilene christian louisiana tech category as well and so they, they probably just like okay we're just trying to get to the end of what has been a ridiculous two-decade run. And so while this is really odd, we're going to pick our spots, and there's no reason to have all hell break loose while we're playing so well, and there's a great vibe. I don't know, but I'm trying to put myself in the spot with having incomplete information. That's where I would imagine it would be. But you just go, what in the world? It's just not something that I can get on board with. And... As far, you know, the, the thing that I disagree with Ben on is, he, he, you know, he, he said, there's an odd thing going on. I'll, I'll read a quote from his article. The beloved catcher can do no wrong in the eyes of some, and others are disappointed in him. Some are off in the weeds, twisting themselves into knots as they try to find ways to blame the media for making this story either A, bigger than it should be, or B, not big enough. And then there are those who are overbaking theories about the differences between Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt missing games in Canada because they declined to receive COVID-19 vaccines and Molina missing games because he wanted to celebrate with his basketball team. It's not that hard, folks. All three players let their team down and their team picked them up after it. I, I have to say I disagree with and you might disagree with me and be vocal here. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. You may disagree. The, the, I and listen, I'll be transparent with the audience. I, I I certainly would not share the same view as Nolan Arnato and Paul Goldschmidt when it comes to the vaccine. However, from my standpoint, if you are doing something with regards to your health and the health of your family, the mistake would be to do something that you think is wrong. Now, for th- those of us, and I put myself in that category, who immediately got the vaccine— you might go, well, what in the hell? You're talking about health, and they didn't get the vaccine. But if you put yourself in the position of Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, and they think that there is risk with the vaccine, or they, in their minds, know, in their minds, know that there is risk with the vaccine, then it would be, to my standpoint, actually selfish to get vaccinated because they would then be putting baseball ahead of themselves and their family. They're both family men. So from that standpoint, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I can't call that selfish, even though it's not the view that I personally share. If there's going to be tolerance, you have to have tolerance for views that you don't share. From my standpoint, that's where I am on things. On this, 
I don't understand how going to go to a basketball game over the weekend is something that's in that same category or something that people can defend. But because Yadier Molina is so beloved, it gets an out. And so it's bizarro world to me. Jackson, your thoughts? Yeah, I share your opinion on the vaccine. I got it as soon as I could, and I think uh, it's done wonders for me. When I got COVID, it was very quick, and I get it, and it's not for everybody. Like like you said, you know, I wish I could disagree and I could really get into some sort of debate here, but I agree. Like, if you don't think it's right for you, then that's the decision you make, and you live with what happens because of it, which means not playing in Toronto. They knew that going into it, and that was a decision that they made, and they made it for their families and their health and their thought and their opinion on it. You know, what they learned or they got advice from medical professionals, that is what they did. Whether I agree with it or not is unimportant. What matters is that they did it for themselves and for their families. So I can't fault them. Uh, They knew what was going to happen. So do you see a difference between this and the Molina thing? Yeah. The Yachty thing is that is, you know, what was classified as business reasons. It was him going to go watch his team win a championship in Puerto Rico. And And I initially was like, okay, the Cardinals are giving him, letting him do it. But then the Cardinals... Per ben, I mean, I think like, that's a pretty big story. The Cardinals are shock, surprise, done. But here's the deal. The Cardinals are playing so well. You have, as we just talked about in the first segment, what else could be going well? I mean, I guess Jack Flaherty pitched super well yesterday. Yeah. I mean, Jack, if this were Jack, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Can you imagine if this were Jack Flaherty saying, I'm going to head out to watch a basketball game in Los Angeles? I mean, you know. They're just like all radio stations in St. Louis just switch to sports talk is their format because yeah. that's what everybody be right. talking about. But this is Yadier Molina, right? And so it's a different deal. But principle remains the same, and whether the player is beloved or not, it's not something you can pick and choose. Well, I don't like him, so or I do like him, so I'll excuse it. So. From my standpoint, I couldn't be more confused by it. Is it going to impact his legacy? No. Is it going to impact the team? No. But the only thing that I could think was the Cardinals had allowed it going into the season. But then when Ben Fredrickson reports, shocked, surprised, and stunned, those were the reactions of the words of the Cardinals organization, or those within the Cardinal organization, to describe Yadier Molina leaving to go uh, watch his team play basketball in Puerto Rico. I thought, wow, this is really something else. Now, I'm not in a spot where I need to be beholden to the Cardinals. I don't worry about the Cardinals for coming on and doing interviews. I don't have to run around and get interviews. I'm just telling you what I really think. And if the Cardinals hate me because I'm giving this opinion, then so be it. I personally the organization and will cheer for the organization until the day I die. But that doesn't mean blind loyalty or, you know, covering things up that I think they're they're just, in principle, not right. And from my standpoint, I don't know how you can justify this one. And I guess internally they're like... We don't know what to do, but the guy's under contract and playing baseball for another 40-some-odd regular season games and hopefully like another 15 to 20 postseason games, and we're not going to ruin the last two decades by getting in a public fight about it. That's what I imagine happened after reading Ben Fredrickson's column. Your thoughts are welcome, 65780. We'll read the thoughts of the people. If you want to leave a mic drop, please do. 101 ESPN app. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you for another 21 minutes 
here on 101. You are welcome to get involved. 65780, Air Comfort Service text line or 101 ESPN app and leaving a mic drop. Uh, and as expected, the people are back and forth when it comes to the Adi or Molina discussion, Jackson. Yeah, I'd figure that, you know, I just feel like it was such like a pick your battles kind of thing. And when you got Yachty, who's this legacy player, do you want to reprimand him in the last month and a half of the season? Or do you just want to kind of say, okay. Uh, We're getting everything ranging from it should be condemned to who cares. Um, There are some people disputing the Ben Fredrickson column. I don't really know how, but maybe I should make it more clear because I wanted to make it clear. uh, And that's why I texted Ben. Shocked surprised, stunned, these were the words used by some within the Cardinal organization to describe Molina's two-game absence from his baseball team to attend the championship festivities of his basketball team. I texted Ben to make sure that those were words coming from people inside the organization and not social media or something along those lines of fans. And he said, yes, those were people inside the organization. But at this point, they're not looking to turn some kind of public criticism of the situation and just want to get to the end of the finish line it's been a wonderful two decades no need my observation is not necessarily going oh my god what are the cardinals going to do molina's in chicago they start a series and i would imagine uh without question he will be behind the plate tomorrow when adam wainwright starts one of the games of the doubleheader my observation is just on human behavior and it's played out exactly how i thought it would yeah people play the what if game what about you know, it's like if you discuss politics, well, this guy did this. Yeah, but what about you? Your guy did this. And then, then it's like, okay, well, we're not going to have an actual discussion about the principle. We're just going to play a game, and it's going to not actually address it. So this is that's how this whole thing will play out. People like Yadier Molina, he has a 99% approval rating in St. Louis, and therefore he, it will be excused away. And that's fine. I personally, in the whole scheme of things, really don't care Uh, And the team, as I said in the first segment, has more equity right now, and I have more enthusiasm individually for this team than I have in probably close to a decade with everything going on. When you talk about the seven-game winning streak, you talk about the trade deadline moves, you talk about Goldschmidt and the Triple Crown, you talk about pools and 700. But that doesn't mean that I am doing some state-sponsored broadcast here. You know, nor does 101 ESPN say, hey, you've got to kiss the Cardinals' ass. Right. Uh, so I tell you what I think. And if you don't like it, that's super cool. I, and I respect it. But I just am telling you that I make these observations based on what I think and not based on any kind of propaganda. Or I, I mean, Yadier Molina has played more of a role in the last two decades of Cardinal baseball and their success than anybody than anybody yep. because Wainwright wasn't pitching in 2011 and Albert Pujols wasn't here for 12, 13, 14, 15, and 19. And if you want to include 20 and 21 in the run, include 20 and 21 in the run. So I have an incredible amount of respect, and I assure you that I, from my standpoint, uh, there isn't anybody in the clubhouse going, what? They love him in that clubhouse. But as far as the overall thing, I'm going, wow, somebody's going to leave to go to basketball games. But my observation is people make it case by case, how it fits their either fandom or their particular worldviews. You see it playing out with the Arenado and Goldschmidt thing. Um, so there's my observation. Do with it what you will. 65780. Uh, could you imagine working somewhere where they said you couldn't take off a couple days for personal reasons? That's from the 636. I agree. Helsley should have had that time for his personal reasons. Yeah. Or is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about Molina and the basketball team? I think you were talking about... 
Molina, but those were not considered personal reasons. Those were going to watch his basketball team. So again, I want to keep my eye on the ball in this thing and yeah. not just move the goalpost because it fits the fact that I like somebody or I dislike somebody. Uh, I don't agree, even if it was excused in contract. Now, if it was excused in contract, then okay. But I still think if he wanted to be there, then don't sign the year to play. That is from the 573. And again, I thought there was a chance when I started TMA this morning in the 7 o'clock hour that, that he they had an agreement, a gentleman's agreement, so to speak, going into the year. Listen, I'm going to miss some time. I can't play all these games, and I want to be back at home for this reason or that reason. And then Ben Fredrickson's article comes out, and he has shocked, surprised, stunned uh, uh, words from inside the Cardinal organization. For the record, Ben Fredrickson was in Springfield, Missouri, yesterday watching Jack Flaherty start for uh, the Cardinal AA affiliate. went very well in a totally surprising development from my standpoint. I did not think we would see Jack Flaherty pitching for the Cardinals in 2022 again. Uh, So that would be wonderful if he can come back. But uh, John Mazalak was there, and Ryan Ludwig was there, the former Cardinal outfielder now working with the organization in the front office. And Ben Fredrickson was there covering the game. So there is uh, your background on that. Uh, Action Jackson, uh, people are asking for updated percentages on Albert Pujols and Alex Rodriguez, and Alex uh, Albert Pujols and 700. What do we have? What do you got for getting to 697? I'm going to go 55%. I'm going to say it's more than likely that he will pass Alex Rodriguez. Uh, I am going to go 80%. Okay. So I have moved aggressively. I love it. We said on Friday, I specifically recall saying, what if he would have been, what if he were been at 693 on September 1st? And we go, man, that'd get real. Yeah. And then 20, what, 30 hours later, he's at 692. Yeah. And he was, you know the trajectory of a line drive off the wall on Saturday night off Bumgarner and his third at bat from being at 693. Right. So he's at 692. I just, I I think deep down my percentage is probably higher than 80% as I kind of work through it. I just don't know how he doesn't get to the 696. I know he's got to get to 697 to pass him, but lefty on the bump tonight. Lefty on the mound. So maybe by tomorrow he'll have 694. If the Hawk is blowing out in uh, Chicago tonight, usually it's helpful. Yeah, yesterday afternoon it was in, I know, but uh, tonight hopefully it's blowing out and you can get another one. Uh, what about uh, the 700 mark? 700, so 8 and what, 42 or 41 games left? I'll say 30%. I think that's, I, I like that number. I think three out of 10 times you play it out. I think three out of those 10 times yeah. you can do it. And it'd be like 700 or 701. We're not saying that, you know, it's not going to go much further over it but it'll be right on it like i could see going into the the wonderful six games against the pirates to close out the campaign so strange but yet so wonderful (laughs) that he's going to be at like 697 698 and it's going to be like must see tv for those last couple games ownership and management in pittsburgh hopes he's at 698 otherwise there'll be like four people at those last three games in pittsburgh think of it if it's so the last three games are in pittsburgh that's correct that could be major money for the Pirates. Oh, my God. I, know, that could like, I mean, how many St. Louisans would be booking flights to go to the Pirates 100%. series? And then, I, listen, barring a miracle, the Cardinals have clinched the division by then. Yeah, right. They have three against the Braves. They have a total of four against the Brewers. They have three against the Padres, and I believe it's three against the Dodgers. And other than that, it is the dregs of baseball. It isn't just guys that are kind of like fighting to get in. It is... 
It's the Cubs. It's like, the Pirates. It's yeah. free. It's nine against the Pirates. So essentially, twenty-five percent of the games remaining are against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. I think there's eight against the Reds. Eight against the Cubs. Yeah, eight against the Cubs. There's sure. four against Natitude. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. a Jim Dandy of a final month like, and a half. Like teams that are actively not participating in the sport. And and decided <laughs> back in February, actually, that we were going to take 2022 off. Yep. It's, we're really going to charge So, yeah, from that up. standpoint, then he gets more at-bats. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, it could. And, and who knows, maybe... It's unreal. I mean, it is. It's it's like Dan McLaughlin said on uh, yeah, is this, that on was Saturday night that it's 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 unreal. It's yeah. it's absolutely unreal, and that's Madison Bumgarner. Now I realize that's not Madison Bumgarner of 2014, but that's Madison Bumgarner, and I'm sure Bumgarner's like you got to be kidding me after the first one, and then the second one, and then the third time he rips it off the wall. You know, yeah, he he's a guy that like in time will recognize how like cool that moment is for Albert, but in the moment. I don't think there was a more angry human being on a baseball yeah. field than Mass because he gets so upset, which is part of the reason he was so good for so long is because of his edge. But, yeah, I think when he looks back on it, it'll be really cool. But in the moment, he was not a happy camper. Your thoughts are welcome. What odds would you put on Pools passing Alex Rodriguez? What odds would you put on him getting to 700 This Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Final segment of Balloon Party 101 ESPN here for this Monday, August 22nd. Uh, guys, can Jackson start working Puerto Rican NBA updates in for us? I have a new favorite team. That's from the 636. Yeah, you did bust out Udonis Haslam update. Back again with the Miami Heat. Kind of like a player-coach role he's had for the last couple of years. Currently, I'm at 33% on Albert getting to 700. However, if he gets one tonight, that number goes to 66.667%. If he gets two tonight, I'm at 105%. Fun with math. Also, why is there not a countdown sign at Bush yet? That's from Honest Avenue. There isn't? I thought there was. For a 700? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think so. That's putting the... That's a that's a spot. I yeah, that's a tie because if he doesn't, you thought, get you, thought there, you saw a countdown sign there. I thought that they were. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of something else. But now that I think back, I think it's the countdown you have in your window for the NBA start of the season, and you do what the exhibition season. And you have that little thing in your window. Well, the regular season basically is the preseason, so. But I'll leave it at there. Those left field bleachers and low sections are going to be tough tickets down the stretch. Even Jackson's rich parents with the season tickets will be able to get them. It's from the six one eight. Yeah, well, pick and choose. The odds I put on pools passing A-Rod, 99%. The odds I put on pool holes getting to 700 uh, is 69, which is the same percentage for me and Little Piddles last night. That's for 573. Uh, any pitcher props yet on who gives up 700? Wow. I mean, that's a, casting a wide net. Can you name a single pitcher on the Pirates? Uh, JT Brubaker. There you go. <sighs> I like it, man. Uh, odds they win 100 games, Tim. They'd need to go 31 and 11. That's a 738 clip. Uh, a lot of weak, a lot of weak teams in there. So I'll put that at 35. percent I mean, that's a that's wow. a, that's a crazy. Well, then therefore uh, you need to bet it. What, what what the odds are? I don't know if we're talking about like like you could get in Las Vegas to win three out of four games the rest of the way. That's a tough. That's a tough task. No, but there is a lot of weak teams out there. It's kind of like what you know, if it gets to a certain point in September where they have it pretty comfortably in hand, you gotta 
question the, you know, is that, are they really going to go out there and grind out a, a late eighth inning game? Uh, there is a countdown in the left field corner. Okay. There you go. You saw it. I thought I saw something. I could. I see a lot of things. Like you said, we have a, there are a lot of platforms we talk on. There's a lot of platforms where you see things on. <laughs> where else would the countdown sign be other than Bush Stadium? Who knows? <laughs> Jackson. I'm bailing out of this one. Jackson's out. I <laughs> uh, can't see. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it's so weird because it's eight home runs in a month and a half, but I really do think people are expecting it at this point. Yeah. yeah. Cardinal fans are expecting it. And all of baseball starting to... Which... Which mathematically, I think, mathematically, it's less likely that Albert gets to 700 than Paul Goldschmidt winning the Triple Crown. As odd as that might sound, I think that that's the case. Hmm. But that's but the Goldschmidt Triple Crown... Now, we're, we're, we're basing this on how many home runs, when I'm saying this mathematically, how many home runs he has hit to date through the first four and change months of baseball season starting later this year in, in mid-April. And so now you need him to nearly double, albeit now it's not double, but 40% his production in four months in a month and change. Right. A month and a half, I think it'd be fair to say, because the, the season does go into, I think, October 5th, if I'm not mistaken. So Paul Goldschmidt is leading the league in hitting and is right there for home runs and right there for RBIs. And something like that is is not getting. They're both legitimately in play. Right. Plus the Cardinals have a five game lead on the Brewers. Yeah. I mean, you have. It's one thing even if the Cardinals are just good and in a spot to win, but it's another thing when the Cardinals are this good, and then you also have the Pujols seven hundred and the Goldschmidt triple crown thing going on. Yeah. This and is. And Nolan Arenado turning off defensive plays where you go, is that the best one ever? Is that the best one ever? I think Wainwright said the other night that I, he thought that was the best one he's ever seen. That the, the barehanded high chopper with all that spin. He goes, because you don't realize when a ball's hit like that how much spins on it. So to even barehand it and hold it is an accomplishment, much less barehand it and in one motion throw it to first. And Goldschmidt's Goldschmidt. just like laughing, like this is just dumb. Well, the thing I think the Goldschmidt play on the other on the the pick from I mean he's throwing it from basically the pitcher's mound, which is so close, and to pick that ball going that fast. I think they said something in the 80s it was going pick it clean like that i mean that's just goes to show you like is there a better defensive corner infield in baseball than those two you know no it hasn't been yeah. uh tim i'm a grown-ass man almost 40 and i put, might put a countdown up uh on my basement like i was a kid thanks that's from the 636 hey whatever folks oh, it'd be incredible be absolutely incredible and then on top of it, ideally, of course, you hope it happens in St. Louis. Yeah, that'd be the best. And uh, then that that cuts the uh, window even shorter. Yeah. But yeah, it's so weird that at this point, I actually do expect it. You know, I'm watching the game on Saturday night. I'm like, yeah, of course he hit a home run. You go, what? What am I doing? Why would he hit a home run? <laughs> that second one was blasting. <laughs> yeah. That was deep part of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. They cranked it out, too. Uh, BK and Ferrari are up next. Time for us to shut it down for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McCurdy. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. 
You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.